faith, hope, and love abide. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is what and who you are. Love is your deepest essence, a wellspring inside of you welling up into limitless life. The path of conscious love is a relationship calling forth who you really are. Welcome to Coalesce, a series of honest, inclusive, and contemplative reflections. Living in relational wholeness, we enter our. We pray Coalesce will enrich and deepen your experience along the path of conscious love. Good day, good people. This is episode 73, You Are Foundationally Beloved. I'm Reverend Robert Farrell, and no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. Each week, we share in contemplative reflection as an opportunity to listen from our heart. And a contemplative gathering differs from other spiritual gatherings and how we are present and how we listen. Because to listen from the heart is to listen with a sustained receptivity to a beauty not yet thought about. It is listening with a contemplative state of attention or attentiveness. You see, contemplation isn't about mastering what I say. It's about being mastered by what mastered what I'm saying. We really do just rush too soon to the conclusions. We feel like we must figure things out. And these evenings are an invitation to rest, to rest long enough in the sustained humility of allowing ourselves to be interiorly accessed by that beauty not yet thought about. So while you're here this evening, let go and enter into a deeper silence. Open to and embrace questions and grace, just as Psalm 42 states, deep calls to deep. Let the holy waves pass over you. So let's settle into this path of conscious love and begin by getting grounded in our contemplative state of sustained receptivity with a two-minute grounding exercise. For many of us, this moment feels chaotic and terribly stressful. 
Join us for a few moments to turn inward and connect to your innermost you. Gently close your eyes and feel the gentleness of breath inside your body as you repeat these words. My deepest me is love. My deepest me is whole. My deepest me is limitless. My deepest me is infinite. My deepest me is compassion. My deepest me is sacred. My deepest me is mystery. My deepest me is forgiveness. My deepest me is beauty. My deepest me is God. My deepest me has knowledge to give. I open my heart and listen. Tonight's reflection begins with my gratitude for William Butler Yeats, Eric Fromm, Walter Brueggemann, Richard Rohr, and Pope John XXIII. We are created in union with God from the beginning. See Ephesians 1, 3 through 6. In essentials unity, in non-essentials liberty, and in all things charity. That is second half of life, hard-won wisdom. Authentic God experience always burns you, yet does not destroy you, just as the burning bush did to Moses in Exodus 3. Authentic God experience is always too much. It consoles our true self. Only after it has devastated our false self. <clears throat> An early stage religion is primarily preparing you for the immense gift of this burning. The inner experience of God. As though creating a proper stable into which the Christ can be born. Everyone ends up in a muddled middle where the best lack of all conviction, while the worst are full of passionate intensity. Say that again. Everyone ends up in a muddled middle where the best lack all conviction while the worst are full of passionate intensity. The voice of God is much more subtle, similar to the still small voice 
that the prophet Elijah had to learn to recognize in 1 Kings 19. The will of God is not a fate to which we submit, but a creative act in our life producing something absolutely new, something hitherto unforeseen by the laws and established patterns. Our cooperation, seeking first the kingdom of God, consists not solely in conforming to laws, but opening our wills to this creative act which must be, re must be retrieved in and by us. Live with wills open to cooperate with God's creative power. We are only the light bulbs, and our job is just to remain screwed in. It's hard for individuals to move to the second half of life. It's almost impossible for institutions and systems and corporations. And we just can't help ask, to whom should we go? Happy people are those who have found some way to serve. The healthiest people are those who received from their two parents and early authority figures a combination of unconditional love and conditional love. A combination of unconditional and conditional love. We can all admit now that mom's demanding love served us very well later in life, although we sure fought her when we were young. And we were glad daddy was there to balance her out. It seems we need a goad, 
a wall to butt up against to create a proper ego structure and a strong identity. Such a foil is the way we internalize our own deeper values, educate our feeling function, and dethrone our own narcissism. We all need to internalize the sacred, the sacred no to our natural egocentricity. It seems we need a certain level of frustration, a certain amount of not having our needs met. Then we realize there are other people who also have needs and desires and feelings. In the scriptures, the Torah, or the first five books, corresponds to the first half of life, where people are given their identity through law, tradition, structure, certitude, group ritual, clarity, and chosenness. Ideally, you first learn you are beloved by being mirrored in the loving gaze of your parents and those around you. You realize you are special and life is good, and thus you can feel safe. The prophet section of the Hebrew scriptures introduces the necessary suffering, the stumbling stones, and failures that initiate you into the second half of life. Prophetic thinking is the capacity for healthy self-criticism the ability to recognize your own dark side. How will you break the shell? And healthy self-criticism helps you realize you are not that good, and it begins to break down either-or dualistic thinking as you realize all things are both good and bad. The leaven of self-criticism added to the certainty of your own specialness, will allow you to move to the third section of the Hebrew Scriptures, the wisdom literature. Here you discover the language of mystery and paradox. This is the second half of life. You are strong enough now to hold together contradictions even in yourself, even in others. And you can do it with compassion, with forgiveness, patience, and tolerance. So you can see that this best sequence, therefore, is to go through order, then disorder, and reorder. And that is how we break the shell. Life's gonna hurt 
The transition to the second half of life moves you from either or thinking to both and thinking. The ability to live with paradox. You no longer think in terms of win-lose, but win-win instead. It's a completely different mind. You have to experience something that forces either or thinking to fall apart. Often, the only thing that can break down your natural egocentricity is discovering that the qualities you hate in others are actually within you. Unless you somehow weep over your own phoniness, hypocrisy, and woundedness, you probably will not let go of the first half of life. The Gift of Tears helps you embrace the mystery of paradox, of that which you can't fix, or of that which can't be fixed, which can't be made right, which can't be controlled, and which doesn't make sense. Those phrases like, take up your cross and follow me. Most of Jesus' teachings are completely incomprehensible for, from a first-half-of-life perspective. Let us reflect on six of those. Quote, leave all things and follow me, end quote. You have to have it before you can give it away. You have to know yourself before you can move beyond yourself. Letting go, surrendering, or giving up control. You must eventually let go so you can fall into your true self. You must eventually let go so you can fall into your true self. Quote, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, end quote. Jesus absorbed evil. He didn't think for a moment he could kill it. He let it wreak its havoc on his body to transform it there rather than perpetuate violence on others. Quote, forgive those who have trespassed against you, end quote. You have to move to the larger place of spirit, willingness where another will, another grace, another spirit does it through you, with you, in you, 
and as you. Do not seek or collect possessions or wealth. We needed things external to the soul because we had not yet found our soul. Power, prestige, or status symbols. Once you've met the Holy One who calls you beloved daughter or beloved son, you know you'll, you are foundationally beloved, foundationally chosen, foundationally special, and you don't need outer symbols to prove it. Love never fails. Love is not proud Love does not boast Love after all matters the most Love does not run Love does not hide Love does not keep locked inside Love is a river that flows through And love never fails you Love will sustain Love will provide Love will not cease at the end of time and love will protect Love always hopes And love still believes When you don't Love is the arms that are holding you Love never fails Dear ones, as we come to the end of our reflection, let us take a moment to look deep into our hearts to see what might arise from our open receptivity to a beauty not yet thought about. Spend a few moments in quiet reflection. Remember, you don't have to figure anything out. See if anything is arising in you from what you've experienced tonight.
I wanted to give everyone an opportunity to share if they'd like to. Maybe in looking deep inside yourself, there's one word or a feeling, maybe a tiny, tiny short phrase that has arisen. It's touched you in some special way. And if you'd like to share that in the chat section, know that this little community will wrap it in love and hold it in prayers. Give it just a little time for anyone that would like to do that. And even if you're watching the recorded session, feel free to do the same. And I check back often and we'll hold it and wrap it in love and prayer also. Each week we offer you a spiritual practice to help support you on your spiritual path. And this week the spiritual practice is patience. And you'll be able to find the guidelines for this practice on the Contemplative Inner Being website. Please check there or you can check back here in the, the next 30 minutes or so and I'll paste the link into the chat section. I haven't put it up there yet. But I will take a few moments just to review the guidelines with you. And remember, you can do this practice as many times during the week as you'd like. The guidelines. Although the transition from first half to second half of life can begin in a moment, it takes a lifetime to practice living consistently from this wider non-dual awareness. Even as you weep over your shortcomings and catch yourself returning to old ways of thinking, trust that God is working in you and loving you the whole time. Brother Joseph Schmidt writes of a time when Therese of Lisieux counseled someone who was impatient with her own impatience. It reads this way, Therese was asking the sister, Can you be willing to be patient with yourself until God gives you the grace to be patient with the sister sisters? Can you accept and love yourself and not become your own adversary? Can you bear serenely the distress and personal trial of knowing that you have the weakness of impatience? Success in virtue is not the point. Love, love of the sisters in their weakness and love of yourself and your inadequacy, that, Therese was trying to say, is the point. So you're invited to practice patience 
it surely does take patience. And God will no doubt allow you many opportunities to learn. When you are in a hurry or impatient for some particular outcome, first observe the sensations in your body. Notice what this impatience feels like, where it shows up. For example, your jaw, your neck, or your chest, or your gut. Be present to the feeling. Slowly expand your awareness to include what your senses are taking in from the outside world, what you see, touch, smell, or taste. Be present to this moment. Let the reality of both your impatience and the outer reality be as they are without your attachment to them. It is what it is, and all is grace. We'll conclude our session today with a blessing and a song and my gratitude for you being here, whether you're here for the live session or the recorded session. I'm glad that our little group can come together. May you see the truth about yourself no matter how beautiful it is. May peace fill your life so love will overflow. And may your days and week to come be traveled on the path of conscious love. Peace to all, light to all, love to all. Sat Nam. Amen. Today's music was by Poor Claire, India R.E., Brandon Heath, and Paul Isaac. Blessings to all. How many lifetimes have I spent searching For something that can't be explained For something that can't be tamed Searching for someone to show me the way Tell me that it's okay To work through my suffering So I look within, I find myself anew And let this light shine through In everything that I do if darkness should fall, I'll call upon this light Remember that my heart was touched When I felt the Shakti rush And I'm looking to the eyes of The eyes of love Looking to the eyes of The eyes of love Look into the eyes of, the eyes of love I look into the eyes of, the eyes of love My heart is open and there is more to come More less to dismind 
more work to be done. The masks I wear are slowly peeling off. Cause there's no need to hide from this truth inside. A seed's been planted and this tree will grow. And the fruits that I sow will surely feed the soul. So my friend, I am done waiting. Yes, I'm here now and I surrender as I look into the eyes of the eyes of love look into the eyes of the eyes of love I look into the eyes of the eyes of love I look into the eyes of the eyes of love I'm looking through the eyes of the eyes of love and now I'm looking through the eyes of the eyes of love I'm looking through Coalesce is created, quilted, and shared in a gentle embrace. Our thanks to Reverend Robert Farrell for giving his voice to the path of conscious love. You are me and I am you. Isn't it obvious that we enter our? We pray coalesce enriches and deepens your experience on the path of conscious love. Blessings to all.